0: great big city news episode 39 today the rice cooker suspect is caught in the 2004 protest at the republican national convention hi i'm trace gilton the founder of a great big city not long after last friday's episode of the podcast was published The suspect wanted in connection with abandoning two empty rice cookers in the Fulton Street subway station and one in Chelsea was apprehended around 1 a.m. on August 17th. Larry Griffin of Bruno, West Virginia, was seen in video being wheeled out in a wheelchair from a building in Longwood in the Bronx by paramedics with his head slumped to the side. Emergency responders had originally arrived at the location on reports of two people possibly overdosing then identified Griffin from the security camera footage that had been circulated by police. Griffin had spoken to family members in West Virginia after the bomb scare incident and claimed that he had found the rice cookers outside an Asian restaurant. In the security camera footage from the subway incident, Griffin can be seen pushing a shopping cart holding at least one more rice cooker and other various items that he may have picked up along the street. Griffin's cousin described him as someone dealing with mental issues who had a tendency to pick up objects off the streets. The 26-year-old also has a criminal record in West Virginia, and an active warrant was out for his arrest before the rice cooker incident. He's being held on a $200,000 bond and is facing three counts of placing a false bomb. His lawyers are reportedly in talks to arrange a plea deal, and he will be back in court on September the 6th. More than five years after Eric Garner's death, the NYPD announced on August 19th that the officer seen on eyewitness video putting Garner in a chokehold will be fired. Police Commissioner O'Neill announced that former officer Daniel Pantaleo will be fired and the commissioner attributed the years-long delay to the U.S. Justice Department asking the NYPD to postpone the internal NYPD investigation. The U.S. Department of Justice began an investigation in 2014 into the actions of Officer Daniel Pantaleo, and in 2019, the Department of Justice, now overseen by Trump-appointed Attorney General William Barr, announced that they would not pursue civil rights charges against Pantaleo, a decision they voluntarily chose to announce one day before the anniversary of Garner's death. Pantaleo's supervisor, Sergeant Kizzy Adonis, pleaded guilty to charges of failure to supervise and will lose 20 vacation days, with Commissioner O'Neill stating that, quote, nothing about her actions on that day either caused the use of the banned chokehold or delayed the arrival of medical attention for Mr. Garner, unquote. The City Medical Examiner's Office concluded that the methods used to detain Garner during the arrest, combined with his respiratory health, led to his death. A chokehold is a prohibited procedure for the NYPD to use, but video from the scene clearly showed Officer Daniel Pantaleo with his arm around Eric's neck. The incident ignited protests across the city and the country, and Garner's dying words of I can't breathe became a rallying cry for the Black Lives Matter movement. In 2015, the city reached a settlement with the Garner family in which they received $5.9 million in response to their wrongful death claim. Fifteen years ago, on August 26, 2004, protests began surrounding the Republican National Convention scheduled to take place at Madison Square Garden. A wide variety of demonstrations took place during the long weekend, with hundreds of advocacy groups banding together to organize against the policies of the Bush-Cheney administration. The main protest took place on Sunday, August twenty-ninth, with estimates of 500,000 to 800,000 attendees. Over 1,800 people were arrested during various demonstrations and were held in a makeshift detention facility at Pier 57 along Manhattan's west side, a large structure that was then owned by the New York City Transit Authority. Charges were later dropped against 90% of the people who had been detained at the facility, and the city paid $18 million to settle lawsuits brought against it for performing mass arrests and detaining those people in a former bus depot. This week will also be the final week to place your vote for the next design for the New York State license plate. The governor's office opened up voting on five potential designs, and the voting lasts through September 2nd. The designs are intended to replace the blue and white Empire style plates that are now 10 years old, and each one of the new plates also has a blue and white theme with accents of gold, the other New York State color. Four out of five of the designs also feature the Statue of Liberty but the Empire State nickname seen on current plates has been replaced with Excelsior, the state motto. The fifth design is an all blue and white design featuring the Mario M. Cuomo bridge as the background, the brand new $3.9 billion bridge that replaced the former Tappan Zee bridge and was named for former governor Mario Cuomo, the father of current governor Andrew Cuomo. Visit the link on The Great Big City to place your vote for the next license plate design, or if you're not happy with any of those options, you can pay an extra fee and order one of dozens of other specialty designs, including September 11th remembrance plates, I Heart NY, and a special New York City plate that's only available to vehicles registered within the five boroughs. Two women who were arrested in 2015 for planning terrorist bombings in the city pleaded guilty this week to charges of teaching and distributing information about the manufacture and use of an explosive, destructive device and weapon of mass destruction. The women were former roommates in Jamaica, Queens and had accumulated bomb-making materials but had not yet selected a target, and each woman seemed to pledge allegiance to a different terrorist organization. Investigators reportedly found three propane tanks, soldering tools, pipes, a pressure cooker, fertilizer, flux, detailed handwritten notes on recipes for bomb-making and extensive jihadist literature while they were executing the search warrants. They were arrested thanks to an undercover agent who had been meeting with the two since 2013. 28 years ago on August 28, 1991. A drunken subway operator derails a four-train at Union Square just after midnight, killing five people and injuring 121. It became one of the deadliest crashes in the subway's history. The train needed to make a switch from the express tracks to the local tracks before it entered Union Square Station, but the motorman entered the switch going nearly 50 miles per hour, derailing the train and slamming it into steel support beams and the tunnel wall. Despite being so close to a station platform, the crumpled train and the low clearance in the tunnel made it difficult to extract the injured passengers, and the total rescue took three hours. The subway operator was sentenced to five counts of second-degree manslaughter and assault and was released from prison in 2002. And this will be the final week if you've been meaning to take a selfie with one of the marble lions at the main branch of the New York Public Library. The famous lion sculptures named Patience and Fortitude that have guarded the entrance to the library at 42nd and 5th since 1911 will be taking a much-deserved trip to the spa starting September 2nd when their $250,000 restoration process begins. Although the sculptures still look great from ground level, some significant cracks have formed due to water damage and the Tennessee Pink Marble has been dirtied by air pollution and weather conditions. The lions will be enclosed in plywood, and lasers will be used to zap contaminants from the surface of the stone, while cracks will be evaluated and repaired via a variety of methods. If you'll be missing the lions during the weeks they're under repair, the New York Public Library's online shop even offers $150 replicas of Patience and Fortitude as bookends that can add an air of majesty to your home bookshelf. Coming up next on The Great Big City
1: This woman bought what she thought was a watermelon, but you won't believe what happened next.
0: Coming up Would you like to enable desktop notifications? I said no already. (sighs) Coming up next
1: Homeowners in Oswego, New York can't believe this one weird trick.
0: Other news websites are quick to trick their readers with clickbait headlines and undercover ads, but The Great Big City is dedicated to keeping the news straightforward and factual. If a Great Big City has kept you informed over the years, make a contribution at com slash support. And if you're a local business, visit com slash advertising to view rates and learn more. Would you like to enable desktop notifications? I'm not again. Park of the Day. Macombs Dam Park next to Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. This large park is situated right next to New Yankee Stadium and features a variety of athletic amenities, including a baseball diamond that sits on the footprint of the diamond that was in the 1923 Yankee Stadium at this location. The Parks Department swapped land with the Yankees when the new stadium was built, so the new Yankee Stadium sits atop the old McCombs Dam Park, and the new McCombs Dam Park sits on the land formerly occupied by the old Yankee Stadium. In Parks' events, There are three opportunities to see movies in parks coming up on Monday, August 26. Movies Under the Stars will bring Bohemian Rhapsody to Highland Park in Queens. Avengers Endgame will play in Coney Island, along the beach near the Cyclone. And Crazy Rich Asians will play in Cunningham Park in Queens at the main parkhouse. Those are all on Monday, August 26 and begin around sundown. Now let's see where our robot friend will be moving off to this week on the concert calendar.
1: This is the AGBC concert calendar for the upcoming week. Semaphore and Dead Empires are playing St. Vitus Bar on Sunday, August 25th. Lenny Kravitz is playing Radio City Music Hall on Tuesday, August 27th at 8pm. Billy Joel is playing Madison Square Garden on Wednesday, August 28th. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is playing Rumsey Playfield in Central Park on Wednesday, August 28th at 7 p.m. Mary J. Blige with Nas is playing the Barclays Center on Wednesday, August 28th at 8 p.m. Jonas Brothers and Bebe Rexha are playing Madison Square Garden on Thursday, August 29th at 7 p.m. Gladys Knight and Will Downing are playing the New Jersey Performing Arts Center on Thursday, August 29th at 8 p.m. The Electric Zoo Festival takes place on Randall's Island from August 30 to September 1. Jonah Matronga, Early Riser, and Stati are playing the Mercury Lounge on Friday, August 30. Soul Frito Music Festival with Faruko, a boogie with a hoodie, Arcon Hell, and more comes to the Barclays Center on Friday, August 30 at 8pm. And Ian Warwick and Peebo Bryson are playing King's Theatre on Friday, August 30 at 8pm. Find more fun things to do at agreatbigcity.com slash events.
0: Here's something you may not have known about New York. Mobile food vendors and food trucks in the city are being outfitted with battery-powered location-sharing devices so that the Department of Health can find them and conduct random health inspections. Extreme highs and lows for this week in weather history? A record high of 103 degrees on August 22, 1948, and a record low of 50 degrees on August 27, 1885. Weather for the week ahead, light rain on Wednesday, with high temperatures rising to 86 degrees next Friday. Thanks for listening to A Great Big City News. Follow along 24 hours a day on social media at A Great Big City or email contact at A Great Big City with any news, feedback, or topic suggestions. Subscribe to A Great Big City News wherever you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or listen to each episode on the podcast pages at a slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening. And visit our podcast site to see show notes and extra links for each episode. Our intro and outro music is Start the Day by Lee Rosevear, and the concert calendar music is from jukedeck.com. Thanks for being part of A Great Big City.